Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. You're listening to SB Nation at the Super Bowl. It's not often that we have hardware uh, joining us on Radio Row at SB Nation. The We're one, in. the only MVP, Super Bowl champion, Joe Theismann, quarterback, Washington Redskins, everything. Joe, thanks for joining us. It's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. What did you, uh, you have for lunch today? I haven't eaten yet. What? No, I had breakfast. How can- uh, I, had, I had breakfast this morning at the hotel. Uh, and then I had to do a lot of running around the city. And once you start driving around Miami, mm. you just consider that part of your life. You, <laughs> you spend hours on the road getting around. And being over here in South Beach, it's different than me in downtown. So the causeway is just going to be a nightmare as we continue to go. So I'm actually pretty hungry right now. I mean, this, if this mic was made of something, I'd probably chew on like it. chocolate or something? <laughs> yeah, something like that. No, but I, have a, I haven't eaten yet. Uh, What's your then your ideal meal when you're hungry? Actually, there's, a, there's an Italian restaurant here. Okay. I, my meal, my, my mother-in-law makes, and my wife actually makes great, fried chicken, green beans, mashed potatoes, and gravy. That's part that has been That has been my go-to meal ever since I was a little kid. I absolutely love that. I could eat that seven days a week. But there's a little Italian restaurant right up uh, not too far from here that I'm going to check out tonight. Okay. I, so uh, I'm going Italian tonight. I like it. So do you do you take – I've thought. I mean, I don't know. It's my own perception that Super Bowl winners, when this week comes, it's let me shine the rings. Let me take them out. Let me put them on. I'm like you're posing with it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> is it – you know, you, I feel like you probably wear yours all the time. I mean, I don't know how – I don't. I, would, so do I, only wear, I only wear mine – I do motivational speeches. Matter mm-hmm. of fact – I have a book coming out in June called How to Be a Champion Every Day. And um, I, I wear these when I do speeches. I do 70, 80 speeches a year. So I, I talk about the rings and the, the, the world championship ring and the NFC championship mm-hmm. ring, uh, you know, winning one and losing one, the difference. Um, but other than that, I, they stay in a safe and they travel with me in a very safe place uh, as Good I job, travel around. Us, but, yeah. but no, I, you know, to be honest with you, I hit it on windshields. The, these things are cumbersome. Yeah. You know, not that not that I'm complaining. Somebody asked me once, they said, when because of the size of the ring, they said, when did it become comfortable? I said, as soon as it cleared that knuckle, it nice. felt really, really good on my finger. So, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty neat. I mean, it, and I think there are 30 there. Are, 37 of us have won world championships of the 53. And of course, there'll be a new one, new member of the group coming up here uh, after this one. With Jimmy and Patrick. That's a very special fraternity, certainly Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Um, and, and something that, you know, it kind of comes with you, kind of goes with you. Joe Theismann shows up to SB Nation Radio Row, Super Bowl winning quarterback. Does it bring back memories? You oh, know, yeah, Super all Bowl the time. week? I, 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 just looking at the banners. Matter of fact, you know, you, you sit under these banners. Ours, we're on the row here where uh, they have, I think ours is right down the road just a little bit, Super Bowl 17 and 18, just down the end. So, being able to, to reflect on it, talk about some of the things mm-hmm. that happened during the game. 
the first Super Bowl, Super Bowl 17, we only had one week to prepare because it was a strike. Right. And so, and, and, and then it just was like a regular preparation. Traveled on Monday, Tuesday off, it's three days of installation, go bang, play. Um, we didn't have a bye back then. So I didn't have the two weeks off. You don't get used to it. Then we wound up with two weeks. I, I was overprepared. Mm-hmm. I was ready to go on Thursday. Man, I had a great practice on Thursday. Mentally, I felt I was there. And then after that, it just, just didn't feel comfortable. I just mm-hmm. lost it. And now what both coaches have done is they didn't give them the entire game plan. While right. they were home in Kansas City Kinda and San Francisco, you want to you want to keep them fresh. You mm. want to keep them chewing away on different things, something new, something exciting to look forward to, and and that's what it's all about. You build to the crescendo. Right. You don't all of a sudden get there on Thursday or Friday. You know, you don't want tomorrow's practice to be the best practice. That's a good point. That's a really interesting way to look at it. Um, in terms of you don't kind of don't want to peak too early. No, you don't. Thing. And especially with the week off, uh, is, is it been enjoyable to be in Miami and talk Super Bowl? I just got here. I got here a couple days well, ago. But, but, but yeah, it's great. I love talking Super Bowl. And this is this is a neat one because there's so many storylines. You know, and, and, and I was just with Brian Billick who made a great point. He said, you've got Andy Reid, sort of the more veteran coach, right. who runs a wide open offense. You've got Kyle Shanahan, the younger coach, who runs a more conservative, old school kind of offense. And and, and then you've got, so you've got them, you've got Patrick and and Jimmy G, you have Kelsey versus Kittle, Uh, you have the defensive line of the San Francisco 49ers, the offensive line of the Kansas City Chiefs, the defensive line of Kansas City versus the running game of the the San Francisco 49ers. Wonderful storylines everywhere in this game. Um, Which team would you like to play for? If you had to play in a Super Bowl and you had to line up behind one of the Niners teams or Chiefs teams. Uh, the team I would like to, I'd like to play for the Redskins if I had to line up in a Super Bowl. <laughs> okay. I'd be honest with you. Um, we call Russ Grimm, get him out. Yeah, you know? call Russ, Joe Jacoby. Yeah. By the way, it's a shame Joe's not in the Hall of Fame. Um, it's also a shame Drew Pearson's not in the Hall of Fame. Well said. I cover the Cowboys. Drew, Drew, is, Drew, Drew is my wide receiver in high school. We've been friends forever. And I'll tell you something. He's the only member of the all-decade team that's not in the Hall of Fame, which – really is a travesty. I mean, it, it makes you look at the Hall of Fame and start to wonder why. Mm-hmm. Why why, and how can something like that happen? But um, I, I think that if, you know, I love playing with a team that has a great defense. People have asked me and said from a, from a quarterback's perspective, what is the most important thing or trait that a quarterback can have? Have a great defense. Sure. Because they'll get you out of trouble an awful lot. And they'll give you opportunities a lot. And that was another thing. I looked at, I looked at uh, Jimmy's stats and Patrick's stats. The perception is with the playoff games that Jimmy doesn't throw the ball very much. Patrick throws it all over the place. Patrick averaged 34 throws a game. Jimmy averaged 30. People forget about the Arizona game. They forget about the New Orleans game where it was in the 40s. They, who was, I, was, I just did serious radio with uh, Jimmy and Pat. Half of the games that the 49ers played and they scored over 30 points. So we're not talking about a team that's, you know, it's 16, 17 points. This is, this can, this team can put it up as well. Yes. And I, I know the over and under is 51, but when you get to this game, it's always about defense. Yes. Well, so it's always about defense. You mentioned that and people love to talk about, you know, best teams that never want it. And I, I feel like the 83 Redskins don't get brought up that much in that conversation. But on the subject of turnovers, I believe, you can correct me if I'm wrong, a plus 46 turnover differential? Plus 43, I think. Wow. Yeah. Now, I don't know what the current numbers are 
That's that's gonna be a record. It is. It'll be a record nobody will ever break. Right. I mean, probably. um, I'd say if you get to plus eighteen, nineteen now. Yeah. You're probably in the Super Bowl, or pretty close. We were plus. We were plus forty three. Think of it. We were plus forty two. Basically, we took the ball away from people three times more in a game than we gave it up. I mean, we protected it, and that that was probably the greatest team that would never get the recognition that it deserved because we lost the Super Bowl. I mean, had we had an opportunity to, I didn't play well. I, you know, I just played like a dog. Mm-hmm. I didn't play well in that game. We, uh, you had Marcus Allen ran 60 for a touchdown plus. We had a, bunt, a punt blocked. Cliff Branch caught a big play. And then uh, this interception. The Squire I mean, that's, play. That's, there's, there's 28 of the, thir- of the 38 that were scored. Well, I didn't mean to go down, you know, the wrong side of this fork. That's Obviously, okay. you got you get the right. <laughs> hey, yeah. I, I was in a Super Bowl. You're in two. But uh-huh. you know what? It, it's and that's the thing. I asked John Elway this one time. I was do, we were doing the ESPYS, and John uh, had played in San Diego against the Chargers, and that's where the Super Bowl was going to be played. Mm-hmm. So I said he'd won like he'd been to three Super Bowls, hadn't won. So I said the ninety-seven years, right? Okay. So I said, John, you know, how important is it winning a Super Bowl to you? He said, well, Joe, you know, I played in front of great fans, great organization. You know, we've been three times. I'm okay with, with it. Then I saw him after he won it. And I said, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked you in November. Yeah. Okay. Could you have lived without winning the Super Bowl? God, no. Uh-uh, no way. So basically, it's a, human, it, it's, it's, it's a way to protect your soul and human nature by saying, no, nah, I'm okay by not winning it. But then when you do win it, it's like, man, there's no way I could have gone without this. Right. The feeling was unbelievable. Well, on the subject of the 49ers, that's what we saw from Steve Young a few years before that when he, you know, get the monkey right. off my back. I mean. Well, we uh, saw with Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, he can't win big games. And all of a sudden, unfortunately, that game was, you know, taken away from him. I cover the Falcons. And that so was, it yeah. was, it, yeah, it still hurts my heart. And it's, and it's, <laughs> it's, in, and it's interesting that Kyle's back. It is. Kyle has a yeah. chance to come back and sort of make amends for, you know, for everybody on that Falcon team. For, for I saw Arthur earlier. He's kind of John yeah. Elway, you know, in that moment. You know, what would it be like if you never won? You know, hey, man, you know, yeah. I'm in the NFL, but, you know, you ask him on Sunday night if they win. It's, you know, yeah. it's Different. a big deal. So, Different Joe, story. what are you doing with Medliminal? Tell us. It's a company called Medliminal. M-E-D-L-I-M-I-N-A-L. What we are basically is we're a medical cost containment company. For example, you look at a hospital bill. Do you have any idea what those charges are? It's astronomical. Uh, but, but I mean, do, do, you, do, you, do you know what they're charging you for? Oh, absolutely not. You look not. at the itemized stuff. There's often stuff on there that exactly. makes and, no and sense. Some things are compliant. Some things are non-compliant. So what Medliminal does is we have this machine called an HCAT, and they feed everything into it, and then they have other medical people go through that information, and they check the medical bills. 90% of medical bills have overcharges in them. Wow. They, 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 the savings rate is anywhere between 17 and 49%. The wow. logo is a rhino, which means it's strong and grounded. I mean, Jim Napoli, who's the chairman of the company, did, uh, did that. Um, and he said he, want, he wanted a company that was going to be strong and grounded. He's our CEO. And to me, I, I wanted to be involved in it because it's socially conscious. How, how our parents, for example, they get a bill. You're not around to look at it. They have to pay it. Yeah. But they don't have any idea what they paid. I mean, it's it's billions of dollars. Yeah, it's kind of and, get hidden. And, and healthcare is one of those things that people don't talk about as an expense in your life that makes a difference in what you can and cannot do. Yes. I mean, you have your car, you have your house, and then you have your healthcare bills. So that's what Medliminal does. It's medliminal.com, M-E-D 
L-I-M-I-N-A-L.com is where you can look it up on the website. Just send them the bill. Let them look at it. Yeah. And, and, you know, look at it. I mean, God forbid, that's the kind of thing that, you know, you don't need until you need it. That's and, exactly right. And, and, and if that's you're being, rough. if you're being overcharged, then they'll tell you. If you're not, then, okay, pay the bill. Yes. It's not like you're trying to take money away from somebody. Sure. You're just trying to save the person money. That's what we do. That's uh, what we're all here to do. I mean, exactly. you know, you show up to Super Bowl cities to play in Super Bowls, win a Super Bowl, have a good time. Hopefully, the Italian food lives up to it. I think it will. I look like it. What was are you going to order? Um, you know, I'm a I'm a Parmesan guy. My whether man. it's veal or chicken, okay. with a little bit of side of pasta, have oh, to have a little a salad. Uh, Caesar, or, you know, go on I'll go with I'll with the house salad. Okay, no Trust onions. Okay. No onions. Never. My wife laughs at me all the time. If <laughs> I even if I look at an onion, she'll say, "Oh." You had an onion. I said, no, I didn't. She said, you must have looked at one. (laughs) Onions. Do you you get something that just stays with you? Garlic, Uh onions. Onions stay with me. If yeah. I if I was to touch an onion with my finger, I take forks and knives. It's it's like it's a bug. I'm gonna just take that little bug right off of there and put it someplace else. I mean, I have to do that. I swear. I'm gonna work on getting all the onions out of the Miami. I might get them out of Florida. You know, just, just I don't want take them them, as long as I'm here. Get rid of them. They uh they don't deserve to be here. Joe Theismann, thank you so much Great for joining you us. Thank we you so much. The time. Thanks an awful thank lot. You, take thank care. Bye bye. See you.